up, Boston baddies? Welcome back to another episode of Drinks After Work. I'm Shannon. And I'm Abby. Oh, you're Abby today. I am. Wow. I'm not in a silly, goofy mood. Thank you for being here, Abby. You're not in a silly, goofy mood. Did you want Gail here? I feel like we were just being silly and goofy. There's Gail and then there's Abby. There's two silly, goofy moods. When are you Abigail? Oh. I kind of, okay, here's the thing I'm wondering. I like the name Abigail. I was thinking about this the other day. It's really a pretty full name. Would you name your kid after Abby. me? Like, do you like it that much? <laughs> do you like me that okay, much? Okay, I Answer don't know wisely. if I like naming children after people you know. Middle name, maybe, but first name after someone you know, that's just like a lot of pressure. That was the wrong answer. If someone walked up to me and said, I'm going to name my firstborn child Shannon, mm-hmm. I would feel like, I was put under this crazy amount of pressure. Now I have to live up to some like image that I could just never attain. Like I'm setting, even though it's like, it's really not that deep Shannon, but I would just feel like that. You know what I mean? What about Sophia? You don't want to feel like they messed up by naming them their kid after you. That's true. No. You don't want to give them a bad reputation. I just, I don't know. But was that a political answer though? For You said it was a bad answer. I feel like it was a good answer. No, anything that isn't, yes, I'll name my kid after you is the wrong answer. But you also can't make promises that you can't. Why not? Because you like to keep your promises. So make me the promise. I, (laughs) right here, right now. We can't even like pick our, pick if we have a boy or girl. So you can't even make me that promise. Yeah, that's, that's true. I don't know, but I do like Abigail. Maybe I'll start calling you Abigail. I think Mm. you're kind of entering your Abigail era. No, you can't decide that. I feel like I, I do. Can, well, we decided you were entering your Gail era. That's true. <laughs> we we forced it That's upon true. you. We were like, oh, Abigail, like, did anyone ever call you Gail? You were like, no. People just, we, we were like, well, it's happening. It was actually, it was Mystery Man's friend, Jesse, that started it. Oh, don't shout him out. Once he started don't it, he it couldn't credit. stop. It was fun. All right, I changed my answer. I'm Gail. Welcome back. Hello, Gail. Hi, Thank Shannon. you for being here. Yeah, it's been a minute. I know. Well, we just got back from the fourth. We took last week off. Um, I was up in the Adirondacks. You were on the Cape. How was the Cape? Okay, you when have a t- year tan. Thank you. Mm-hmm. I was working on my tan. When people say Adirondacks, yeah. like what came first, the chair or the the town? What? You know, like an Adirondack chair? Yeah, definitely the place came first before the chair. Yeah, there's no way they named the Adirondacks. How do you know the Adirondack Mountains? Because the like, mountains have been around since like the beginning of time. Yeah. Like, would you put a bet on that? Yes. Okay. I was just curious. Peter, what about you? <laughs> I think I have to agree with you. Yeah. You think that the chairs came first and then they were like, oh, that's a pretty mountain range. Let's name, let's name it after the Adirondack chairs that are swinging <laughs> out back. Adirondack chairs don't swing. <laughs> well, whatever. I'm just saying, like, imagine. Huh. I don't know. Okay. Well, okay. So th- where are the Adirondacks? <laughs> They're like in, well, I was in upstate New York. Upstate New York. Okay. Lake George. Very beautiful, by the way. It looked very beautiful. Highly recommend. It looked Gorgina. It was Gorgina. It was, it was such a good week. Um, I haven't taken like a full week of work off like that. In you so were long. off? Like off? I was off. off like oh, I, would I, work, like, I did not work remote. Cause I wow. went to this, so like I do, I do this event every year with my church and like, we're, we're there and like, we get up in the morning and it's like a full, it's a full day. Like I, like they have like teachings, activities. there's activities, there's lunch, there's dinner and breakfast. I don't know why I said that <laughs> last. Um, we like do things at night. Like there is no cell phone service. <gasps> and yeah, I only saw one post from you. <laughs> I love how you remembered the exact amount. Yeah, I did. Well, post I was like, oh my God, she's alive. Um, yeah, right. It was unusual. So yeah. there was no cell phone service. 
there was like Wi-Fi, but like spotty Wi-Fi. I was not able to check my work emails. I didn't go on Slack. Michael FaceTimed me one time and he couldn't even like see me because the service was so bad. I took no calls. Wow. I barely, I don't even think I responded to more than like was three it scary? texts. Like, no. did you feel, no. Wow. I just think that we all have, I mean, I don't like to speak for everyone because people are different, but I have, I think like a fear of, okay, I'm going to be disconnected and I'm going to be missing out. But I think that when you actually put yourself in a situation where you do that, you have so much more peace. Like I think being there and just being around, there was probably like 70 to 80 people that go every year. And it's like all these like different families and there's kids and there's like, it's so, it's cute. It's fun. It's beautiful. You're like in, I think one of the most beautiful places in the world, beautiful mountain ranges and there's like hiking you can do and all this stuff like kayaking. What did you sleep in? Just um, like no, it's like, like a an cabin. Inn. No, 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 it's like uh-huh. a big, like a hotel almost, like an inn. Yeah, it's not, it's not true camping. <laughs> I was like, were you camping? And, and I no, didn't let's know. not get ahead of ourselves. Um, but I think just being there and like spending time with like the people like in my church was just such a blessed time. But I also think going hand in hand with that, spending time like fully disconnected, the reverse of what you think is going to happen happens. Like you think, oh well. You know, what What are my friends doing? And, oh, am I going to miss out on what's happening on social media? But the less that you see, the more that you don't it's care. Out of sight, out of mind. 100%. Like, when is the last... I was thinking about this earlier. When is the last time you went on vacation and it wasn't just a vacation from work? It was a vacation from social media, from your, you know, your work emails, your phone buzzing off the hook, from your group chats, from, you know, TikTok and Instagram and the stresses that come with what everyone else is doing, what everyone else is thinking. Like, when's the last time you did that? Girl Scout camp. <laughs> I think there was just something truly freeing. And like, don't take this as I'm going to like move to some Romo Island and just like yeah, go off the don't. grid. Yeah, no. There's no um, postmates out there. But I do think there is something very like mentally healing about taking time truly away. Because whenever I go on vacation, we're going to Miami, we're going to New York, we're Not going relaxing. to LA. And like, I, like, sure, I'm taking time off work, but how many times do I, do any of us come back from vacations and we're more exhausted than ever we before? Need a vacation. You're, you're posting vacation. on, you're posting up a storm on Instagram and you're all up in TikTok and you're trying to figure out like, what restaurant should I go to? And you're like, what are my friends up to? And it's, and then you're, you're, you're drinking and it, you're, you're exhausted by the end of it. So I just think that a lot of times I'm like, all right, like when is the last time I gave my mind rest? When's the last time I gave my soul rest? Like it's been so long. And I was, genuinely feeling burnt out like the Friday before I left I was like having a horrible day at work I was very very like in emotional distress and I just felt like crippled with like anxiety and stress and I think spending time not caring what other people are doing spending time not going on TikTok and seeing like what I eat in a day like I just not having that in my life for a week I'm not going to be like oh like I'm completely healed and I'm different but I really do feel better. Like I feel more healed. I feel rejuvenated. So I think that if you ever get a chance, like anyone gets a chance to literally go off the grid for any period of time. I know some people do those, like, I don't know, like retreats and like the, what are those things called? The yurts, yurt, yurts or whatever it is. Like if you have an opportunity to do something like that, I think you should do it. Cause it's very like, it's very peaceful. 
Oh, well, I'm happy for you. If you guys missed us last week, just know Shannon needed this. More. I needed it. The more than freaking uh, Nate needed his hot dogs. We can give more to people when we name? feel our best. Who is Nate? <laughs> What's his name? Who is Nate? Joey. Joey, Joey Chestnut. <laughs> Joey Ch- I, I called him Nate. <laughs> I'm just making well, shit I was up. just thinking, I was like, did I miss like a whole TikTok thing of like this Shannon, guy named Nate? Shannon needed a break from life more than Joey Chestnut needed his hot dogs. Okay. Okay. There we go. Did you hear about that? No. They well, canceled the can- contest and Joey Chestnut said, no way, no how, not under my watch. It's happening. The show must go on, rain or shine. I respect that. And he made it be uncanceled. Okay. So he got his dogs. (sighs) Guy's got to get his dogs. I I mean, I get it. But I also (laughs) think like the the burnout thing, it's it's so true. Like sometimes like we, especially in American culture, we push and we push and we push. But sometimes it's like you can be a better version of yourself if you just give yourself a little bit of a break. You're like, all right, if I can do, like it's like the four hour work week thing. I don't know. God. Wow. I, I could use did you did you did you read that book? No, I I know everyone. You know me. I don't read. Yeah, no, no, no. But like I if I but did, the concept, I would I would get behind. I could get okay. behind that. So you don't read, but if you were to read, you'd you'd likely read that book. Yeah, why okay. not? Sure. I respect that. How is the cape? The cape was lovely. I did not sleep on the boat. I know I said I would do yeah. it for the plot. It didn't happen. Why not? It was so humid. Oh, I don't know if it was humid where you were. I don't know if it was mm. humid in Boston. It was humid where I was. It Very was humid. Disgustingly humid. Yeah. I was I'm, I No know, AC on the boat? There is, but like <laughs> Oh, I wasn't expecting sick. <laughs> I was being like sarcastic. Oh no, there there oh. is, but like I'm not trying to like run that electric bill just for yeah, me. Like if yeah, I'm going to yeah. sleep on the boat, I'm going to be low maintenance. I'm going to keep the air off. Oh, you're going to be low maintenance. Yeah. Yeah, that's so yeah, because you can't be high maintenance when you're sleeping on no, a boat. Yeah, totally. No. Yeah. So it didn't happen. I'm glad it didn't happen. Well, I don't know. We'll see. Maybe I'll do it again or not again. I'll get to it another time. Okay. But the Cape was lovely. There's nothing better than a 4th of July in the New England, you know, Cape, whatever, Martha's Vineyard, Nantucket. An East Coast. Block Island, like, you name it. I think that out of any places in the world. And this is a bold statement. Whoa. I genuinely think, I mean, not that the whole world celebrates the 4th of July, so we're really only talking about the U.S. Out of any place, I actually think that the Cape, Nantucket, Martha's Vineyard, places like that are, might be some of the best places to celebrate the 4th of July. I agree. You you don't get something better. It's just... There's something about a New England summer and a New England Fourth of July. We're very biased. You can't course, beat but. it. I mean, that's why everyone comes to oh God. Who's the white party guy? Billionaire. Mm. What's his name? Yeah, that guy. Like the Ruben. Guy, yeah, the you big, know me. I feel like names. that party happens every year, but this is the first year that everyone was talking about it to the point of nausea. You know, that's because um, Alex Earl and a couple other influencers were there. Yeah, that's. Well, that's neither Just here like nor anything there. anything in life, I guess. <laughs> but um, Cape was good. Um, I got to meet my cousin's new boyfriend, Ooh. who happens to be a photographer, videographer, and <sighs> very talented man. Very, very talented man. But I will say there's something about seeing yourself in HD. Oh. Seeing yourself in action. 
action shots that just makes you want to oh. tie bricks to your ankles and jump off the boat. Wow, that is a deep thought. It is a deep thought, oh. but it okay. Scary. Do time. you need a vacation, like a mental? I oh, I do. You do. I do. Okay. Yeah, it was a very humbling, humbling, humbling experience. experience. No, you know what though? The the thing that gives me solace is that everyone feels like that. <laughs> I have never met anyone, especially not a female. I don't, I don't usually ask. I mean, no, guys too. No, anyone. Guys too. There is no human I've met that is like, you know what I love? I love a good old action shot <laughs> in HG when I'm not ready for it. And it's just a, photo, a photographer snapping photos and I'm not like, you know, trying to hit the angles and pose a certain way. Like no one likes that. No, no one does. Especially and I think me. when I realized that for the first time, it made me feel a little bit better because I think a lot of times we think we're alone in our suffering and I'm like, Oh, everyone is fine with this photo. Except we're for all me. the they, same. No, no one likes, the, no one likes the photo. So why do we take them? I don't know why we take them. What if we just stopped <laughs> taking pictures? I don't think he'd be very happy about that. But also it's just like, also I know we talk about this all the time, but what you see on Instagram, there are, I go on Instagram now and I'm half the things I'm seeing are AI generated. It's not even a person anymore. I know. I saw a picture of this girl and I was like, wow, this is the most beautiful girl I've ever seen in my life. Like I was just on my explore page, random girl, most beautiful person I've ever seen. And someone commented and they were like, which Instagram model is this? Like, what's her at? And they were like, no, it's like, it's AI generated. That's creepy. And it's like, these people aren't even real anymore. And then the people who are supposed to be real are also AI generated because they face app themselves so bad that it's not even a person. So again, it goes back to the whole, like, you know, it's not good for any of us, moral of the story. So like when you're seeing a random ass photo that's taken of you, action shot in HD, like what are you going to compare it to? Like all the fake non-real people that you're seeing on Instagram, you just, you can't. Okay. Thanks. Thanks for that. I could have used that. Like <laughs> speaking of summers next summer, you know, I'm trying to go to Taylor Swift. Yes. She announced her international tour. Yes. And I don't know if they did this for the U.S., but basically you had to register for, like, pre-sale. Okay, I do think she did something similar in the U.S., right? I was, wasn't know. there all, the, like, the drama and the scandal? There's all, yeah, there's always drama. But so today was supposed to be the day that if you were chosen to get the pre-sale code, you'd get an email today. Mm. And apparently, Mystery Man signed us up for Switzerland. And wow. We, and we happened to get a pre-sale code for Switzerland. Wait, I thought that you were trying to go to Paris. To London. No, London. I was trying to go to London. So she added more shows for London. So now she has six shows in London next summer. And no emails have gone out. So everyone on Twitter is freaking out. Like, did you guys receive an email? Like, did anyone get the pre-sale code yet? Like, I'm freaking out. Like, there's word that they're not going to be released today, that it's going to be in, like, a week or so because of the new dates that have been added. Everyone's freaking out about London, and I'm freaking out. But then Mr. Man tells me that he signed up for Switzerland, and I didn't even know, and he, he got chosen for a pre-sale code. And so I was like, all right, cool, bet, whatever. All right, so when's the pre-sale? 10 a.m. their time, which is 4 a.m. Yeah, I was going to say. Our time. So what I'll be doing next Thursday is waking up at 3.45 to try to get Taylor Swift tickets. And if wow. that's not being a Swifty, I don't know what is. Okay, I'm just very, at this point, I don't know if I want to say concerned, but confused. <laughs> like, you can go back in this podcast, <laughs> not that long ago, like probably like a month and a half ago, where you were like, 
I'm not a Swifty. I'm, I'm not a not, huge. Though, I'm not a huge Taylor Swift fan. But I want to go. I don't really know if I even vibe with her music. And I think I was the one that was kind of like she's been with us since the beginning. We grew up with her, mm-hmm. and now you've come to the. And then uh, I remember. <laughs> The plot thickens. Like a few weeks after that, you were like, you know, it's weird. Every time I go on TikTok, all I see is videos about Taylor Swift. And then a few weeks later, you were fighting with the Swifties. And a few weeks after that, you were like, no, you know, the concert actually kind of looks cool. And all of a sudden, you're now like a true fan. I don't know what happened. What happened? I just, I I don't know. Her her show looks really, really cool. And I just so happened to know all, all 44 of her set list. All 44 songs. Okay. I did when she came to Gillette and I didn't go. I did live stream it. You I did. did watch the entire you show. You live streamed the show. On TikTok. People are live streaming How did TikTok. I not know this? I don't think. I think I chose to keep that one to the chest. And here I am. It's like we always say like, on this podcast. You don't really know anyone. We, f- we forget that there's anyone <laughs> listening. Like I literally <laughs> think that we're talking to each other. So I watched the entire thing on TikTok okay. live. And I was like, wow, this show is pretty tight. Okay. Um, so then I I learned all 44 songs. I kind of like that you guys are doing this because what? No, 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 not even the concert part. I like oh. the fact that you found out it was Switzerland and instead of being like, "No, I'm I want to go to London. We're going to do London. We're going to do the original plan." You were like, "You know what? What an opportunity for an adventure. Let's go to Switzerland. I don't know anything about Switzerland." That's cool. I think more people need to be like that. We get so hung up on our plans in this life and we're like, I wanted to go to London. I wanted to go like there might be something so spectacular about Switzerland and you might have the best trip of your life. It might be the best place you've ever been to because you took that chance and you're like, why not? I've never been to Switzerland. Like, I love that. That's your mindset. I definitely I've always wanted to go to Switzerland. I've seen those like train videos. Yeah. Like they look sick. And like I definitely it's it's been on the bucket list, but it's not like my burning. Like yeah. it's not like when people are like, I have to go to Paris for the first time. Right. But like, I like the fact that you're going with it and you're like, all right, cool. Let's go to let's go to the Switzerland one. That's, I mean, I'm not guaranteed to go, but I did get the pre-sale. So. All right. And I told I told my boss about it and she was upset that I didn't tell her because she wanted to register. Mm. And she's already been. And I was like, what do you mean? You already went. She goes, I think this is the first time you failed me. And I was like, I didn't know you wanted to go international for her. Wow. I was like, you already went pipe down. And so she said, if I buy the tickets and I don't end up going, she'll buy them off me. Okay. Well, there you go. That's a good fail safe. Right. She's smart. I can buy four tickets, though. So maybe I'll just buy four and see what happens. Yeah. Do it. Maybe I'll go to Taylor Swift, my boss. (laughs) How fun would that be? That would be fun. That'd be cute. That would be cute. Other than that, I started watching Black Mirror. Yeah. You know, the new season came out. Did you hear that? I heard that the new season came out, but honestly, that show gives me the creepy. I could never watch it. You know me. I'm a scaredy cat. You are. That's that's one thing I don't like about you. I literally hate to be scared. That's all I like to watch when people enjoy genuinely enjoy being scared. Okay, that not, doesn't make sense to me. Not every episode is scary. Yes, it is. It's all no, disturbing. It's the what? Miley Cyrus episode's not scary. Find one one episode where you're like, that wasn't pretty disturbing. I'm not gonna kind of think Cyrus about that later. episode. All right, well, I didn't watch the Miley Cyrus episode. I they're not some are more messed up than others, but everyone was saying number three was the best. Really? And I watched it and I was like, no, land the freaking plane. Like I didn't enjoy it. I I mean really? Yeah. I don't wanna give it away for people who haven't watched it yet. But like if you're going into number three thinking like What's the plot? What's it about? It's about um Okay. Okay. So it's like about 
um, these robots, these two robots, right? Oh, this is God, this is gonna be so hard for me to explain because it's like not real. So basically <laughs> there's these two robots who look like humans, like literally look like humans, act like humans. And they have two lives. They have their lives in space and their lives in on earth. On earth. And on earth, they have like wives and children, this whole family, like whatever. And then when they're in space, they're like protecting something. Okay. So they were like created to protect something in space, but then they are able to to live life on earth, but then they get like beeped on their little watchy do when they have to go into space and they like teleport, they literally teleport. They go into the little chamber and they lay down and they close their eyes and they teleport into space and they teleport back to earth. It's the sickest thing ever. Wow. Um, what was the question? I, <laughs> I was like, what's the plot without giving away like the- Oh, and then something bad happens. Okay. I can't, I can't tell you anymore That's, without giving it away. That's you can tell me? Yeah. All right. Well, there's there jealousy. So it's kind of like the metaverse. There's jealousy. There's it's the FOMO. metaverse and reverse. I I think. Yeah. I don't know. Kind of. It was a good episode. I just feel like it got like really hyped up, and also like it took a while for me to be like, when is this going to be good? Which episode out of the new ser- season is the scariest? I haven't finished it, so I can't comment. Okay. We'll circle back. Which so far though? I've only seen four, maybe one or two out of those four. Okay. Too. Gotcha. If you're a scaredy cat like me, just keep keep in mind. I literally cannot get through an episode. Can't. Ugh. Whatever. Peter, do you like Black Mirror? I haven't watched. I saw the first couple seasons, but I haven't been watching it recently. Yeah. Just kind of fell off a little bit. Yeah. I haven't even watched the first season. It's like um. I'm just hopping on the bandwagon. Cause that's like, what I do. What's it called? Um, the little kids. The what's it called? The, the little kids. What? The the show that everyone watches. Um with little kids, Stranger Things? Yeah. <laughs> How did I know that? Well, you don't like, like Stranger Things? It's like You Stranger- don't like TV. No, no, no. Hang on. I loved the first season of Stranger Things. Loved it. Mm-hmm. And then season two was scary. I got so it, scared. It, it did get and then scary. I'll season give you three that. was terrifying. I, I won't watch The this. rushing the Russia thing is like fucked up. No, it's scary. I Yeah. Especially combining fear with children, there's always that combination that I just think is particularly not my vibe. Not your vibe? No. That's what def- I live for. Ugh, no. All right, on to happier subjects. Olivia Coppo had an all-white engagement party. I know a few months ago we talked about her getting engaged to Christian McCaffrey, which we've all been waiting for, at least I've been waiting for for a very long time. And they had an engagement party this past weekend, which was so pretty. It literally looked like a wedding. It was stunning. What? Are, okay, I'm glad you said that because what is with w- wedding culture? I don't know. It's getting out of wedding control. culture. Is getting crazy. Like her engagement party. If someone was like that was her wedding, I'm I would have like, been yeah. like, wow, beautiful wedding. I mean, it is Olivia Colpo. So they and have it more is money. Christian McCaffrey, yeah. and they they should do they should do it big like this is my royal wedding i know everyone's like sophia richie was the royal wedding or kim kardashian no no, no. like yeah. this is my royal wedding so i want her to like make it as big as she needs it to be because that makes me happy but i do agree with you that the more that we do this like it is like, you know she's gonna do the big there's gonna be a big bridal shower there's gonna be a big bachelorette there's gonna be a big like I don't, everything's gonna be big which i like but I do agree with your larger point about wedding culture. Yeah, it's just insane. But it was stunning. What yes. are your What are your thoughts on the all white? Like, do you think I that I don't like it? Do you think that they should have worn something different to maybe, stand out? Maybe. Because I was like, oh, like everyone's in white and she's in white. Black. When girls make their bridesmaids wear white these days, 
are you about that? Or are you like, it just doesn't make you stand out? Um, I don't think I would personally do it, but I think that it's fine because there's a difference between a bridesmaid's dress and a wedding gown. True. Like you're you're going to stand out no matter what. Like True. But like for the engagement party, everyone was wearing short white dresses, including Olivia. So Correct, yeah. yeah, that's that's a good point. I think she just stands out because she's Olivia Copa. Yeah, she's freaking <laughs> But I do agree with your larger point if everyone's wearing white. I kind of like telling your guests what color to wear, though. I okay. can see myself doing that is maniacal as that is. I would do that too. I was actually recently saying that because my cousin's getting married this September. And so wedding talk is like on the brain. On the brain. It's on the brain. And I was like, I think I'm going to do that. I think it's and cool. And care. also as a guest, I appreciate that. Right. That's cool. There is nothing worse than going to a wedding of someone who you're not that close with. And you're like, I don't want to match the bridesmaids. But like, what do I wear? And what's the theme? And what if I'm too dressed up? What if I'm underdressed? Like having someone tell you, all right, everyone is wearing yellow to this. That would be a weird choice. But everyone's <laughs> wearing yellow. I'm like, cool. Now I know what to do. Like the, the chill bride is sometimes the hardest bride because she's like, wear whatever too you want. Chill. And then I'm like, no, like I need you to tell me what to do because I don't know what to do. And I'm so in my own head. And then if I see someone and they're either dressed like less dressy or more dressy than me. I'm going to get anxious. And like, I don't want to deal with that. So I think I would do like, I mean, it depends what time of year I'd get married, but yeah. I'm kind of on the like shades of blue. Okay. Like you like, could wear any shade of blue. That's really pretty. You should do that. And like, I don't know. Cause I don't want to make everywhere wear pink. That would be mean. I'm, in my head. I was like, I want everyone to wear black. And I was like, wait, that's a funeral. <laughs> it's the death of your singlehood. <laughs> I literally didn't even think about that for a second. Wait, I was like, wait, black would be cool. Black tie? Yeah, black, yeah, black tie. That's not weird, right? That's not weird, no. no. Okay. Well, we'll if circle, we'll if circle I didn't back. If do that, I would do that. Yeah. If either of us gets proposed to, we'll circle back to this topic. Who did I recently see? Oh, oh, you know who I recently saw? Emma McDonald got engaged. Yes. And I thought it was so cool that she was, she was wearing black when she got proposed okay. to. Yes, I'm so glad you and just said that. And there was other people there wearing white. Yes. Okay, so f for those of pe people who listen who are- If you're a Boston baddie, yeah. you know the McDonald's I know there's sisters. people who listen to this podcast who aren't local to Boston, so this might not mean as much to you, unless you follow her. I feel like a lot of people across the country That's true. A lot them. of people follow Emma McDonald. So Emma yeah. McDonald, we had her sister Maggie on here like two years ago now. It's crazy to think about. But she is, lives in Boston. She's an influencer. She's dating Peyton Pritchard, who is an NBA player. He plays for the Boston Celtics. And they've been dating for like, I don't know, probably right around six months. Um, and he just proposed to her this past weekend. And I think the reason why it was such a shock was because she was so casual about it. And I almost like respected how casual she was. Because I feel like sometimes people make it like a big thing, which... I also like when people, I don't, I, I think there's no wrong way to do it. You no. do, you make it your own. But I was shocked because I went on Instagram and she casually just posted an Instagram story. I click on it and it's her reposting his story, which is a picture of her with this literal ice rink on her finger. And I'm like, I thought it was like literal ice rink, huge rock. And at first I was like, oh, it's just like a cute picture of her. And then I like noticed the ring and it was done so casually that I almost took a double take and I texted you right away. I was like, wait, I know, is she engaged? not you breaking the news to me. Okay, full transparency, Michael's the one that broke the no. news to me. I know, I know. I wanted to be the person, but it wasn't me. Um, but it was so casual the way she did. And I was like, wow, that's so cool how casual she was about it. And then the next thing I noticed was that 
she was wearing black, which yes. I thought was cool because there's something about like, if you're wearing white, I'm like, you knew. Exactly. If you, you knew. You know what I mean? Maybe she still did know, but at least it like didn't give off the vibe like she fully knew, Yeah, which I thought was chill. But that was one of the most beautiful engagement rings I've ever seen. It was- Actual goals. It was actually goals. How many carats do you think it was? I was trying to like do the math because she has thin fingers. So I'm like, does that make the <laughs> ring look bigger? I don't know. I'm so bad with this stuff. I saw that and I was like, that is at least a four carat ring. It has to be. It's so, it was a oval cut engagement ring, which is like a plain gold band, which is like exactly what I want. Just like the plain gold bands. And I don't know, but it was just huge. It was huge. It was. I was thinking it was like 3.5. Okay. But like, I mean, 3.5 is nothing. so huge. I also have no concept. Like me, if someone, me neither. If I walked into a store and tried on five engagement rings, I couldn't tell you what carrot they were. I would have no idea. When I see girls with engagement rings, I just don't know. I'm like very uneducated in this area. Some people like, they're like the five C's or the four C's mm -hmm. or how many C's? I don't know. Four or five. I feel like some girls, they know their shit and I just don't know. I don't do even know. Do you think I, I, I got into a, uh, what do you call it? A tiff. A tiff. A, a tiff with mystery man over when we were talking about um, like what I want and stuff. Okay. And I said, I wanted to be there. Like I want to go you pick want, out. You want to be there when you get proposed to. No. <laughs> no. You want to be a part of it. I mean, ideally it'd be <laughs> pretty cool. You don't want like someone to take your place. I mean, if he proposes to someone else, I'd be pretty <laughs> hurt. But I mean, okay. wait, so you want to be there for what? For buying it? Not necessarily buying it, but you want to picking it, it out. I think that's fair. And he doesn't think so. Wait, why? I don't know. Here's my thing. How would you fully know what you want until you try exactly. it? Exactly. Like I always, I talk to Michael about this all the time. Cause he's like, what, what, like, what are you into for the rings? And like, I have an idea. This is going to be so vain, but like, I don't, there are, have you ever turned on a ring and it just makes your fingers look ugly? No. Cause I'm not a ring girl. Okay, so like this ring, I like on my middle finger, but, but when I put it on my ring finger, like it looks stumpy. Like I don't like the way it looks. <laughs> so that I have this fear when I'm like, what if the shape that I love doesn't look that good looks on my good finger. on all these girls that I see on Instagram doesn't look good on my finger? Like yeah. how would you know? And then how many times is that like, you go to a store and like with clothing, the thing that you think is gonna look beautiful on like isn't flattering, and then the thing you don't really like that much looks great on your. Exactly. Like, it's the same thing with you, fingers. I don't think Mystery Man is understanding that your fingers. Matter. Are just like your fingers matter. Your fingers, your fingers matter. matter. And they need things that are flattering just like anything else. I agree. And I think if I am going to wear this for the rest not of the, you. It's not the rest of your life because you know you get an upgrade in like 10 years. Okay. Minimum. But like let's assume it's the rest of your life. I want to like what I'm wearing. And you also, also don't want one of those girls that like three years in a marriage is like, ugh, like I need an upgrade. Like I want to be happy with it. Yeah, absolutely. If I have to look at it every day and also like the amount of sh bullshit that girls have to go through. Like I have to get my period every month. What? I have to, Where did that come from? I deserve a nice ring. Okay. That's, well, that's a least, whole other can of worms. I don't think it is. <laughs> that is true. I don't think it's wrong for me to want to know what ring I'm getting. I think that. Um, so I get where he's saying where he's like, oh, the you know, there's a romantic aspect of like him picking it out and stuff, which I do agree with. Mm. I heard of one of my friends say this a while ago where she was like, oh, my boyfriend was saying like, oh, I kind of would want to like surprise you a little. That no. scares me. No, I think I've said this before on the podcast. 
the one area you do not surprise a girl with is the type of ring that you buy her. Like, but what if he buys you like a heart shaped ring? I know, and that's I think that's very cute and romantic. But I would think when you've been in a relationship for like two plus years yeah. and you're like scraping the edge of thirty, like you know, the mystery is like we're not you know, 19 and we ran away from home and you're surprising me with a ring. Like we are <laughs> dating for long enough and I feel like it's fair to know kind of what you want. And I think that it still can be romantic. Like you're not going to the store and being like, this is the exact ring I want. And he's buying it and like putting it in his pocket to give to you later. Like that wouldn't be romantic, but you trying on rings and being like, Oh, I kind of like the way that this one looks on me. And then you leave and you forget about it. And then in a year he gets you, a version of that like maybe it's not the same size but maybe it's like the same cut i think that's romantic and i think it's Tell even more romantic that, that he took the time to like understand what you really wanted that's cute i'll talk to him thank you don't worry I thank got your you back. all right um j-lo is defending her new alcohol brand what is it with the celebs and the alcohol brands it's just such an obvious money grab it What's is the deal and it's so the reason why she's getting so so much hate over it is because in the past she has been sober. Oh, yes. Yes. So, and she's kind of like openly talked about like the sobriety. negative, yeah, sobriety and like the negative, you know, consequences of alcohol, which is like great. Like if you want to go that journey, that's totally fine. I support that. Like you don't need alcohol to have fun. But it's just a little odd to switch gears and then come out with it's it's called Delola. D is she currently -L -L is she currently drinking? Is she yes. currently sober? Okay. Yes. I didn't know if she was like sober and then created this brand. Also, or if she was currently drinking. Does she have a sober husband or am I making that up? J Lo? Yeah. Ben Affleck? Oh. Was ben Affleck. Is he sober. currently sober? Okay, so I think he has an alcohol problem he, from what he, it yeah, he definitely did, which was like when his marriage kind of fell apart and everything. I know he struggled with alcohol, but I don't know if he's like fully sober. 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 I'm not sure. I just know he's struggled with it before. Okay. So it would it would make sense that, you know, now that he's back in her life that like she wouldn't, I don't know, try to, like she would try to be a good influencer on him, but instead she comes up with her own brand. And I guess it's, she said that it's she wanted to create something better, better tasting, better ingredients, something I want to drink with my friends and family, and that is Delola. Um, they are spritzes that are inspired by the effort, effortlessly elegant lifestyle of the Italian coast. It's lower in alcohol than classic cocktails, and it has about the same alcohol as a glass of wine. Okay. There's three different spritzes. Um, okay, here... I'm not hating on that because I do think it's good to have options. Yeah. Like, but personally me, like if I'm going to drink like a, like a canned, canned cocktail or like whatever it is, like, like to me, like I don't fuck with white claws because you have to drink so many of them Yeah, to like feel something. And if I'm going to drink, I want to get the most amount of drunk with the least amount of calories. I think that's fair. Personally. So this isn't something that I would personally reach for. Okay. That makes sense. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, because the stats just like the like, math ain't math in. Why are we creating lo lower in alcohol beverages? I think it's probably for like the people out there that don't really stop. Like, you know, I think there's different types of drinkers. Like there's the, I think there's the you and me where like we really shouldn't have more than like a drink or two because we will 
be unwell. Yeah. And then I think there are people who can drink, like they have one drink and then all of a sudden they have seven and they're more like, oh shit, now I'm drunk and I didn't want to be. But I once I start drinking, I just kind of don't even realize that I'm just have a drink in my hand and I'm always drinking it. And maybe for people like that, they just don't want the high alcohol percentage. Yeah. Like you and I aren't like hammering drinks. No. We'll have like a good drink or two and then we're good to go. But like even this past weekend, I found myself just like not really drinking. So I was like, no, like I don't want to just drink to drink. Yeah, I know it's exhausting. It's actually funny that you're mentioning this about JLo though, because I just saw the exact same thing happen with Blake Lively. And I was disappointed by this because she came out with a alcohol brand. Yes. Okay. So Blake Lively, which, and I love Blake Lively, by the way, like I, I'm a Blake Lively stan, but I was a little disappointed. So she posts um, about her new company, which I guess like she, it's a sister company to something called Betty, Betty something. I'm trying to find the name. Um, but it's called Betty Booze. Oh, Betty Buzz. So Betty Buzz is like a um, like non-alcoholic like cocktail or like a mixy almost. I don't really know what the vibe is. Like a mocktail? Like a mocktail. Yeah, I guess. Is so. there alcohol in it? No. Betty Buzz is like alcohol free. Oh. So it's a sparkling non-alcoholic mixers crafted like for your favorite spirits, but tasty enough to drink solo. So it's just like. Basically, so it's either seltzer. something you add into alcohol or something you drink. That's alone. what Betty Buzz is. Okay, but then she created a sister company called Betty Booze, which is the one that just launched. And she posted this on Instagram, and she literally writes in the caption, "Drinking isn't my thing, but for fuck's sake, flavor is. Homemade recipes, real fruit, real ingredients, quality booze, no crap. Also." A real time saver, which is why I'm sorry. Which is why what? That's the worst. She ad. writes, "Drinking isn't my thing, but flavor." Here is. is my new. Here is my new alcohol company. She got like torn apart in the comments. People were like, "How can you market slash create a product that you don't openly consume yourself?" Um, and then she's like, "The way you promote your alcohol, but say that drinking isn't a thing." And then someone else said, "So she's smart enough not to drink alcohol, but wants people to spend their money on alcohol so she can get richer." Um, if drinking really isn't your thing, which you're very vocal about, how about some non-alcoholic options? And everyone was just like, and then someone said, really tired of the celebs milking alcoholism when they know it's toxic and dangerous and don't drink themselves. Money grab from the celebs. So I think there was two schools of thought. Some people were like, no, no, no. Like she already has the non-alcohol version, like Betty Buzz. And she had a lot of people being like, oh, these are delicious. Can you make an alcohol version? Which is why she did it. It's not because she drinks. She just like, she doesn't, you know, it's for people who do like to drink. But then there were so many other people that were like, no, like if she doesn't drink because she stands for that, why is she marketing it? And I think that the issue that I have for it isn't so much like the lifestyle, like, well, because people are like, well, like that's like, you know, men creating, you know, men owning tampon companies. It's the same thing. They don't like, they don't know anything about, no, it's not the same thing. And here's why, because the reason why Blake isn't drinking isn't because she can't physically do it or because whatever it's because she knows alcohol is poison and it's bad for you and it's killing all of us probably so she's like oh I'm not gonna drink but like I'm gonna take money from the people out like it's like these celebs are like these elitist people that are like we're done drinking and like we don't put poison into our bodies but we're gonna profit off of like you know killing all these other people and creating companies that we can a get all their money and b make them you know continue their alcohol addictions. I think that's the issue that I have with that. Yeah. I think it's really sad that 
I think America specifically has normalized binge drinking. Yes. And like when you go to your doctor and they ask you like, oh, like how many drinks do you have a week? A week. And you're saying like, oh, like two to three. And it's like, no, sis, you're having like 10 a night and you're going out two to three nights a week. Yes. Like, let's be honest. If you're 28 years old and you are still going out Thursday, Friday, Saturday night and drinking like anywhere from eight to 10 drinks a night, like that is... That is not normal. It, and but we've, we've normalized, normalized We've normalized it's, it. It's sad. It's true. And everyone's We're, like, I literally feel like eight-year-old me in health class would literally be so shocked if they thought that I was having this conversation right now. Oh, I know. <laughs> That's so funny. Are we like entering our 30s where I it's know. like- We changed the name of the podcast. Now I'm like drinking things because I like the taste of it. And like, I want to like- Yes. Just take the edge off a little, but like I'm not- no, Unless I think I'm in Miami. I'm not drinking to get drunk. I mean, I Are like we a well frauds? a well crafted cocktail. I will always get behind yeah. one well crafted cocktail, one glass of red wine. But I don't know. I just celebrities just piss me off in general. So I think I just look for any opportunity. But I do think the like, oh, I'm sober. Alcohol's horrible for you. But let me profit off of all these other people you know, and aid to their drinking problems. I think that that's just like sending the wrong message. I want to see like a celebrity that like truly like appreciates. Like I love when like, I can't even think of one off the top of my head, but I know it's not Kendall Jenner. Like I love when like someone loves tequila so much that they're going to go to wherever tequila is grown, whatever it's made out of, they're going to go to wherever it's grown, study it and like try to like really create the best thing on the market. Cause they genuinely because like they it. Because they genuinely it, love it and are passionate about it. It's not transparently just about money. Yeah. Yeah. I, like, I agree. I, I mean, it's always about money, but yeah, at least that way there's some sort of a passion behind it, I guess. Yeah. Like I'm, I'm in my Sancerre era. Oh, like, you I are. Hated, you were so on it. I hated white wine until I found Sancerre. Found Sancerre. And now it's like, all I drink this summer. You have been big on that. I, Do you want to yeah. go get Sancerre after this? Michael was like wanting to hang out. I know, mystery Mr. Man, Man already said down. no. I know. It was sad. <laughs> it was sad to see. <laughs> he was like, Do you want to hang out tomorrow? And he was just like, Nope. But I, I love well, how they talk to each other us. like that. They are leaving us. They're we leaving have, us. So he has like, I don't know, shit to do. Yeah, I know. I, I get it. It's like Michael wasn't mad. He was just like, you know, mad. Um, All right. And then we, we're going to touch mad. on this really briefly because we've talked about this before. But just because there's been a few developments with the Alex Earl, Braxton Barros, Bar Barrows or Barrios? I he doesn't deserve. What? Respect. He doesn't deserve a last name. <laughs> versus Sophia Culpo, love triangle? No, I guess not, not even. Drama. Um, we talked about this a lot, but essentially Sophia Coppola was dating, dating Braxton. Um, he left the Jets, joined the Dolphins out of Miami. Um, they dated for two years. They lived together. She moved across the country to live with him. He gets traded. He goes out to Miami. Around the January timeframe, it seems like they're not really together anymore. Lots of speculation. And then all of a sudden they break up. No one really knows when. All of a sudden, he's with Alex Earl. People don't really know when. There's speculation that he cheated on Sophia with Alex. Others are like, no, they just they broke up and then he started dating Alex. He's very much with Alex right now. Like him and Alex Earl have been spotted together multiple times. It's like very much confirmed. She went into the summer being like single girl summer, just graduated college, like single, single forever, and then it's been very much like oh date nights and I'm with my boyfriend now and they they definitely seem to be dating Sophia Culpo 
did seem a little like in her post breakup feels for a while, but seems to be doing a lot better now and like seems to have like moved on and kind of living her life with her girls back in LA. Um, but I think like the speculation remained of like, well, you know, was this like, they just didn't work out and he started dating Alex and everyone should just get over it. Or was there some bad blood? So there were some, I think it was like stories, right? That were exchanged about it. Yeah. Those sneaky little sons of guns posting to the story cause they know it won't be there forever. Uh. But have no fear, those on Reddit are here. (laughs) Oh, wow. (laughs) Love that. Those on Reddit are here. And I'm an avid Reddit reader. You really are. And I respect it. It's part of my bedtime routine. It's so toxic. It's part of your bedtime routine. Like when I get into bed, I'm going to scroll through. Like I'm joined in all the snark pages. Okay, I'm not trying to be this person at all. Because I hate when people do this to me. What? What if instead of reading Reddit before bed, I read read a a book? Cause that's not fun. Okay. Okay. You're right. It's not fun. <laughs> so Reddit before bed is now. So do you do TikTok Reddit? TikTok is it like a sandwich or is it like um, a little Reddit, a little Instagram back to Reddit? Like you're doing your, you're, you know what you're doing? What am I You're doing? citing your sources. Like I you're, am. You're, it's like basically like a peer reviewed paper. You're looking on TikTok first. You're like backing it by Instagram. You're back. You're looking at Reddit to see if there's like. Oh, I, I find out that. so much on Reddit. You guys don't even know. And like, it, it could be hearsay, she say, whatever. Hearsay, like, she say. Yeah, whatever the saying is. <laughs> I'm going to go with it's facts. No cap. Stop. Like Bible. Okay. <laughs> Anyways. I'm going to go with it's like. Yeah, you're going to go with like. Accurate it's, it's facts. And um, so it all started, so new developments since we've been gone. Braxton took to his Instagram story, basically just gaslighting all of his followers. Not only gaslighting his ex-girlfriend, but gaslighting America. Gaslighting America. Right after the 4th of July. No, before. It was before the 4th of July. Right before the 4th right of be- July. <laughs> right before the 4th. Like, I I will die on that hill. Like, I could see right through him. He basically just said, you know, I'm not one to come on here. Like, I don't want to stir the pot even more. The way he talked about it. Really sad to see what's going on. Like, we just broke up because, like, we just did, and that's that. And, like, it wasn't because of anything or, or anybody. Yeah. Like, specifically said anybody. Anybody. And I'm like, go fuck yourself. You're Ugh. such a gaslighter. Like, I mean, anyone with a brain can see, like, he just did that because he but wants also the facts that, happy. No, for sure. But the fact that he went on there and was like, it's just like, He's like, I've never been one that like, talks about my personal life, but it's just blown oh, up yeah? into this crazy so you went thing. On Sophia's reality show. Yeah, like, it's like you, you literally chaser. went. You literally went on to a reality show, you idiot. But the fact that he's like, I've never talked about my personal life. He's like, honestly, the way that this escalated, he's like, it's just really sad to see. Like he's You're almost like making see. the fans seem like they're in the wrong. They're crazy. They're the problem. And like, what does every manipulative gaslighter do? They try to make you feel like you're crazy. You're in the wrong one. He's like, it's just so sad to see how this has escalated. And like, it's just life and it just didn't work out. And it was a great relationship and we moved on. It's like, okay. So he posts this on his story and he's just like, you know, peace, love, blessings, live, <laughs> laugh, love, like just very manipulative. I just, you're right. I saw right through it. It was so manipulative. Yeah. And I was like, oh, he's- It gave me the ick. And the thing that pissed me off the most, I think about the situation is that how dare he talk about it when- 
she's been nothing but a class act. Like Sophia, she's posted a few things about um, mental health and like recovering from a breakup and going through difficult times and how to pick yourself back up. But always in a very like, I think educational way. Like she's been talking to people being like, it's okay if you're going through this. Like it's okay to ask for help. Like surround yourself with people. Moving on is hard, but it's a new chapter. But she's never once bashed him. She's never once bashed Alex. She's never bashed anyone. So did you see the supply thing where she got hate for? No. In a now deleted TikTok, which you can find on Reddit (laughs) or my camera roll because I screenshot everything. So I'm afraid it's going to go away. Um, She made a TikTok to like this sound. The sound isn't important. What's important is what was written on the screen. And basically she was making like a dig at Braxton for basically being a narcissist, which I... I'm in support of. He okay. likely is. And she basically, she didn't call. So she said something along the lines of like, call me when like, whatever, like you figure it out. But like called Alex the new supply. Oh. And everyone was like, that's disgusting. Like, how could you call her that? And like, she wasn't calling Alex Earl the new supply. It's like a narcissistic term that like when narcissists need a new supply, new supply to feed their ego on. Right. Like she wasn't saying like. It wasn't against Alex. It wasn't a derogatory term towards Alex. It was just calling it what it is. Yeah. Okay. That's fair. And everyone was freaking out on her saying like, ew, like how could you say that? Like right. blah, blah, blah. And so she deleted it. But like before that, like people in the comments were defending her. But like these Alex Earl fans are so fucking crazy that oh. they don't even care to see like any any sliver of like truth and like facts. And the thing is, is like, I'm not even, again, I've said this before. I don't even necessarily think any of this is like, Alex is necessarily like fault or responsibility. Like, sure, I think it's, there was a chance that maybe when she first met him, she didn't even know that he was in a relationship. She's definitely in the wrong if she knew that he was. But like, this is very much like his fault. And his yeah. relationship, his problem, her taking a part in it is also wrong. But I think that it's okay for, in culture, we like to either like villainize people or make them into heroes like so fast. Like there's no middle ground. There's no like, hey, you know what? Alex is a 22 year old girl who just graduated college and doesn't really know what she's doing. And she's out partying and drinking. And she met this guy that swept her off her feet. And you know what? Maybe it was kind of wrong to you know, start talking to someone like, and then realize he had a girlfriend and not really care. And like, that is wrong, but that doesn't mean that Alex is a horrible person. She just obviously maybe has one character flaw and is going through something. And like, that's okay. We either want to be like, this person's perfect or this person's evil. And there's no middle ground. Like, no, we're humans and people make mistakes and it's okay as an Alex Earl fan to be like, you know what? This wasn't that cool. Like, you know, you gotta look out for the girls out there and like, you shouldn't really be going for someone's boyfriend, but like, you know, there's a lot of things we like about her too. Like, it's okay to say that. Girls are so fast to be like, no, like, no way. Like, don't go after her. That's disgusting. It's like, let's just like chill for a second. Like these, we like idolize people so much. It's okay. Like she's a human being. Right. I will say the only thing I know, I called her a homewrecker <laughs> a couple episodes ago, whatever. Yeah. I got my ass handed to me on TikTok. Yeah. I don't know my, my views on that currently. Um, but I will say there was one TikTok that got brought back to the surface that Alex posted back in February, right along the same time that she was at the Super Bowl 
seen with Braxton making out. That's basically where Sophia f- said that she saw Braxton making out with someone that wasn't her. And, that's and how she, she got found tagged out. In it, yeah. yeah that they, she was like, oh, that's my boyfriend and that's not me. There was a TikTok that Alex made that weekend. She was doing a get ready with me and she was with Kristen, her roommate. And she said that, oh, like I'm trying to stir the pot this weekend. Like there's something like going on, but like Kristen's telling me no. And like hit hit me up if you guys want to, I'll send you the link to the TikTok. I don't, I don't have it right now off me. So I can't verbatim say what she said but like it was very much like mean girl energy and like it kind of sounded why like, are you stirring the pot like what is it like it could have been something else but like we will never know so all of this is speculation it's all alleged yes but like th- like you said the alex earl fans they're very much like ride or die to a fault yeah exactly they're very ride or die but then anyway so after braxton posted this video sophia back which i respected that she did yeah. she basically posted like she posted a screenshot with like um like timestamps of like when everything went down because he was like we broke up at the end of january and it was no bad blood and then you know along the lines i started talking to alex and like she literally posts the receipts and it's like uh, like a text exchange between them in you know mid-january of him being like no i still want to be with you it's not what you think like all the stuff which is just like confirms that everything he was saying in the video was bullshit so i do respect her doing that yeah you gotta so- you gotta Look out for yourself. So on January 31st, he said, yes, I want to be with you. And then she she posted a screenshot from that. And then fast forward to February 11th, she texted him saying, I really hope it doesn't blow up anymore, but that's not in my control. What will be will be. And he said, it won't. And I'll do everything in my power to make sure of it because I don't want to be associated with anything like that. Obviously, you don't deserve that. And frankly, neither do I. And she wrote on the IG story. Except he does. Yeah, the TikTok story. She said, the real timeline. This is in response to the Instagram story that Braxton made. She said, the real timeline. We broke up after the Drake concert Super Bowl weekend where he was seen making out with another girl. Not better. In fact, I know this situation has been one of my biggest blessings. I wish everyone in this situation all the best, including myself, which is why I'm here to share the truth so I can officially be done with all of this. All love. And I'm like, yeah. Sophia girl, post more because those are like kind of vague. They definitely like, I mean, you can interpret how you want. People are going to, you know, the Alex Earl fans are going to say like, oh, she said with another girl, she didn't say Alex's name. I know, I know, but she's never going to lie. Yeah, she's never going to. I'm sure legally she's trying to like cover her bases and not like defame. Yeah. And like not say Alex's name, but like, come on. Yeah. No, I completely agree with that. I guess we'll never know the full truth, but like you, I do think you like fringe that line of like, you don't. You want to give people the right amount of drama, but you don't want to be the ex that's constantly talking about it because then people get sick of you. Yeah. And then people start to villainize you and be like, oh my gosh, just get over it already. Oh my gosh, you're not over that yet. And you don't want to like cross the line and becoming that girl. Like you want to leave people. I think the way Alex played it with Tyler was perfect. She kind of like left people on this cliffhanger. I have more to say, but I'll only talk about it and call her daddy. And then she never talked about it again. And people were like so curious. digs at Tyler like recently like True. within this past past month basically like saying like oh it's just nice to be with someone that like doesn't yell at me for making tiktok True. like she's yeah, making digs. subtle digs so it's like she's no better than sophia none of us are any better than anyone no, no that's what i've come to the um, determination of what i will say though is that like sophia but i was also just thinking about this topic in general and it's like the idea of like 
getting comfortable and like getting outside of your comfort zone. I think it's just like so important. Like I think a lot of us and this, I don't know the situation with Sophia and with Braxton and if like she, if he ended things with her, if she had the option of staying, but I think a lot of us are presented with situations in our lives where we're like, it might be easy to stay in my situation or I can get out of my comfort zone and do something new, like end things with a guy that is manipulative and cheated and, you know, move out and move across the country and like do my own thing. And like, that's scary in the moment, but like, it's what I need to do. So I think that's important too. Like, I think that was like, whatever, however she ended where she ended, obviously went through hell the past, let's say four or five months or so. But now it's like living in LA, just got new roommates in this beautiful place, like really focusing on the career seems really happy, seems to have found like a lot more joy. And like, I think a lot of us, like when I go on, like, you know, somehow I end up on like breakup TikTok, <laughs> but like, I do think that when you're, you're on there, like every girl always says they're like, when I'm, when I was on the cusp of walking away from him or, you know, contemplating the no, you know, no contact or finally blocking his number, or like deleting, you know, blocking him on Instagram. It's so hard to do that because it's so painful to think about actually cutting ties with him. But they all say like a few months later, they're like, I am so thankful. Like I wake up not anxious. I wake up not stressed out. I wake up without knots in my stomach. And like that feeling is the best. And it's worth going through all the pain of like the breakup and like the no contact and stuff. I think a lot of us get so attached to our partners, no matter how like toxic it might be in the moment. And we're just like, well, having a part of him is better than nothing. Having, getting the opportunity to have him on his good days is worth all the anxiety and, you know, the knots in my stomach when he goes out with the boys, not knowing what he's doing. Like it's worth it just to like be noticed or have a small part of like his love. And that is a lie. That is not it's true. the biggest lie that ever. That is a lie. But you don't know it until you're on the other side. You don't know until you're on the other side. Like you're afraid to see if the grass is greener, but it's like, no girl, go, go, go water your grass somewhere else because the grass is sometimes greener. But you, but I mean, you can tell your girlfriend to leave a relationship, but she won't until she's ready. No, it's so true. But I think what you just said is so true. Like, I love that quote. They're like, if the grass is greener elsewhere, like water your own grass then. Yeah. Like focus on watering your own grass and get to a place where you're like, okay, I'm ready to go and it's going to hurt like hell, but like, I'm just going to do it. I'm going to keep watering my grass and eventually I'm going to find peace and it's going to take, like, I don't know. Some people say it takes three months. Some people say it takes six months, a year, but like, what is your two years heart worth? Like, what is your life worth? It's, it's worth it. Like, you don't want to look back and be like, I've been in this like same relationship that's making me miserable for, you know, five years now. It's like, get out today. Just get out. Like if, and like, we all realistically know, you know, when you're in a bad relationship, like if you're being honest For with sure. yourself, I know it's easier said than done, but I do think that like there will come a day when you're going to wake up and you're not going to think about him the first thing in the morning. Like, I don't know like what happened to you, like in your journey with your ex, but I know that there's like, you know, a lot of girls are like, I can't picture myself going more than 30 minutes without talking, thinking about him going more than an hour without thinking about him. And then they describe it as like, as time goes on, as like the months go on, they're like, wait, I just went two days and I didn't think about him once. Like that is a huge win. And the more time that goes on, like it really does heal everything. Like, I don't know if that's what happened to you, but hmm. you were also kind of like over it by the time you yeah. left. I but feel like a lot of girls are usually over a relationship by the time they actually leave. True. And guys are like more impulse. 
Yeah, so maybe like, this situation is more so like if the guy's the one that cut, cuts it off. Yeah, and like, I mean, I feel like in the Braxton Sophia relationship, it sounded like, Abrupt. which is really sad. Like from the text that she posted, she she said in January thirty first, she said, "Okay, so you want to be with me." And he yeah. said, yes, I want to be with you. So in that instance, it just sounds like she wanted it. She wanted so. it more than he did. Like he was probably the one initiating this breakup. And if it wasn't Alex, it would have been someone else. Of and if it wasn't the Alex, thing. they would have, they still would have broken up. It's not, it's not if it's when. And that's why I'm like, it's less about Alex. Like it doesn't, I think a lot of us play the game of like, well, if he didn't, go to this bar, he wouldn't have met this girl and then he wouldn't have, you know, left me for her. And it's like, okay, if he's going and he's doing that, like it doesn't, he would have found have someone else at some point anyways. Yeah, it's it's less to do about the other person. If he is going out with the intention of meeting someone else, he is going to, whether it was Alex or another girl, it doesn't matter. It like, if that is your intention, if that's the person you are, you're going to do it. It does definitely hurt though, to have your boyfriend leave you for Alex or although it definitely is. I know. And then there's like all the people on TikTok that are like, oh, I totally would understand. No, you wouldn't. No. That is such a lie. Like you would not understand. People are like, well, it's Alex or I'd almost be complica- complimented. No, you wouldn't. No, <laughs> like you stop wouldn't. lying to yourself. Yeah. That is just like the biggest. And what did I say? They're always blonde. They're always blonde. They're always blonde. Dang it. You're right. Another one. That's like interesting theory. I'm not, I'm not right. But when I am, when I'm you, not always right. But <laughs> I'm not right. But when I am, I'm, I'm not right. always right. But when <laughs> I am, I'm freaking right. I love how we didn't even get to like any of the stuff that we wanted to talk, to, talk no, about. No, but we'd be here for two hours. I it's know. Okay. We haven't seen each Juicy other drama. in like over a week. We're just catching up and vibing. We're just vibing today. If you guys want to hear the real content, I'm kidding. Come back next week. Come back next week. No, we did actually have a lot more to talk about on the subject, though, because I think it's interesting. The subject of, like, getting uncomfortable, moving forward, like, pushing through when times are difficult. So if you want to hear more of this, tune in next week. We have some good stuff to share. In the meantime, follow us on... Are you taking Gail, my take job? it away. No, I was gonna give. I was oh. gonna hit a little handoff. A little handoff. A little handoff. Follow us on Instagram. It's at drinksafterwork underscore. Follow us on TikTok. It's at drinksafterwork no underscore. And if you're a girl in the Boston area looking to make new friends, join our private Facebook group. There's over eight thousand girls in the Boston area looking to make new friends, and that could be you. So join. It's in our Hoobie link in our Instagram bio. Again, that's at drinksafterwork underscore. Love you, buddies. See you next week. Bye. Bye. Bye.